you spend about 80% of your money going after 20% of your business. Because the majority of your business will always come from your past clients and your referrals. From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Steik, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. All right, Luke, we've got another episode of uh, Stay Paid HQ, Highly Quarantined. Yep, stay paid. I mean, like the rest of you, Josh and I are going insane. Although we have know, been cheating, though. We, we I don't know if if you are following the new format of the podcast. We started doing some new formats, but we moved our studio out of the room into the empty creative and marketing floor so that we could be like fifteen feet feet apart but still record in the same room. <laughs> Well, it's crazy. We have like 42,000 square feet for our company and it's wild. No one's in the space. It's, it's been, I'm telling you, man, virtual. I mean, you saw it said by, I think the guy at Barclay Bank or whatever, he's like, this is going to change the game in real estate uh, for commercial real estate, because everybody's realizing, wait a second, what about working from home? Because our employees, I've been impressed. Shout out to the Reminder Media crew, man. People are, even our sales team, I've been so impressed with our sales team. So we have about a hundred people on the phones and they have been doing extremely well and our phone based sale is heavy heavy motivation because anybody out there listening to this to make 150 to 200 dials a day you're going to face a lot of rejection and you, you got to stay motivated and i always thought it was our community of salespeople that help motivate one another but i guess that community is happening virtually because man these people are staying motivated man we're having great sales days even virtually at home yeah, man. Well, speaking about motivating a team, our guest today has a team of 25 that he's got to keep motivated every single day. His name is Mike McCann. He is the real estate man. Uh, we know Mike well because uh, he's right in Philadelphia here and we're right outside of Philadelphia. So we have seen him everywhere. We've been wanting to have him on the show for a while because this guy is an absolute beast when it comes to volume and what he's been doing here. He's been the number one Philadelphia real estate agent for 32 years in a row. He runs the number one team in Pennsylvania, 23rd in the nation. He's been doing this for over 30 years. He's sold more than 10,000 homes in his career. So this is someone that we've been wanting to pick his brain for a while. So Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for coming on. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Mike, it's great to have you. I mean, Josh obviously just mentioned some of your accolades. It really is incredible all that you've accomplished. But for those who maybe don't know about your story, what led you into real estate and how you ended up building your real estate team, just give a little bit of kind of your 30,000 foot view of your life and your journey that brought you to where you're at today. It's a miracle and I'm grateful every day. So I am Mike McCann, the real estate man. I'm in Center City, Philadelphia, downtown Philadelphia and the surrounding communities. I've been doing it since June of 86, came full-time in 1988. And that was when I did my first 90 transactions as an independent agent with a small no-name brokerage. Um, I sold vacuum cleaners door-to-door for three and a half years during the recession of 79, 80, and 81, before most of you were born, when interest <laughs> rates were 21% and there was no jobs in the country. You couldn't get a job at McDonald's. So um, I just never wanted to be poor. And I always enjoyed 
where I, I didn't mind working. I, whatever I did, I did with energy and, and, and worked hard. But I used to say to my mom when I was a kid in a restaurant business, I started working at 11, but I was in a restaurant business. I said, I wish I had a job, mom, where the harder you worked, the more money you could make. I didn't know anything about entrepreneurial. My dad was a college professor. Um, so, um, so when I uh, found real estate, I was like, oh my God, the harder you work and the smarter you work, the more <laughs> success you can have, the more income you can make. So June of 86, I uh, got my license. In 88, I was the number one transaction agent. I did uh, 90 transactions, which was only three and a half million. And he got paid 50% at that time. So wow. I did 90 transactions, three and a half million. Average price is like 43,000. This is in South Philly and Queen Village and, and downtown Philadelphia. And I made $45,000. So yeah, I was working 14 hour days. Um, I took a course in um, 89 at Temple Real Estate Institute. And there was an instructor there, his name was Alan Dom. And Alan Dom in 1987 was the uh, number one agent in America. And he was a specialist. He was a condo king. He's now an incredible entrepreneur. He's a councilman in Philadelphia. And he's one of my inspirational people in my life who I've watched. Uh, he didn't train me, but I've watched him. Um, and Alan said to me, Mike, if you don't have an assistant, you are an assistant. So in 89, I saved up three months worth of pay. And I hired this person and I said, listen, I'm an independent contractor. I have a wife and two children. I only make 45,000 bucks a year. I saved three months of pay. I'm hoping this can work out, but it's only a three month job unless it works out. So within, so then we automatically came up with checklists and systems. And again, you didn't have teams then, there was no buyer agency. The, the computer was just coming around. The internet wasn't, the internet was not even around, okay? <laughs> I know, sorry. Um, but, um, and, and I, within three weeks, I was like, wow, is, this is awesome because I was now not doing the things that I didn't like to do. Because Alan had said to me, Mike, if you make 10 bucks an hour and you can hire somebody for five bucks an hour to do the things that you're doing, you should do that. That year, I made an additional $40,000 from an assistant and the best thing was i love people i love listening and selling that's what i do up until this day i am out on the street i'm not a team leader that sits in the office and looks at numbers and i'm out on the street i, I personally list 150 homes a year um and, and i so she, she did the things returned phone calls type contracts blah 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 and then in um 1991 i hired a second assistant and, uh, and then in 95, 96, buyer agency came out. And that's when I hired my first buyer's agent um, because my business was so big, I couldn't do it all myself. And this was before there were big teams. Um, so the, the key thing, I, I, one of the key things I will say to you is that you try to stay ahead of the game in real estate. And, and I was always big on um, trying to stay ahead of the game. You know, just like today, it's a changing world. It's a changing environment. And so what's going to be the next big thing? However, keeping your traditional values and continuing what you're doing. So I think I'm jumping around there. Well, I'm going to ring No, man, I love it. Talk, talk about the power of leverage. I mean, that's really what it is, is that, you know, a great business owner realizes there's only so much you can do working in the business. 
and you've got to get people around you so you can work on the business and you can leverage out. I'm curious though, to pick your brain on what you just said about being, you know, looking for the next big thing, right? And, and where should you be at? I'm curious to kind of gear that question towards marketing and sales and, you know, you're running a big team. Where do you see agents should be going for trying to produce leads right now? And where do you, in your business, where do you guys focus getting the majority of your leads and how do you get sustainability? Because a lot of times you can get leads by spending a bunch of money, but it's not sustainable and you can't do it consistently. So I'm just curious of your thoughts there. Sure. It's constantly evolving and changing. One of the things that I did differently as a new agent, and again, this is back in the 80s, was I continued to educate myself. Back then, you had, I took courses at Temple every semester. I went to conventions and I networked with other professionals throughout the region, not just in my little marketplace. So just a quick example, in 1992, I got my own first website. I worked for Prudential at the time. Prudential didn't even have a website. I was way ahead of the game. In 1987, 88, I got the first realtor.com accounts when they, that was new and really powerful. So, um, and things evolve and change over time. There's no one thing that continually works. You have to constantly change. So today, there's a variety of things. I do, old, I still do 9,000 mailings every other month. I hmm. still do some print, I do, still do some print advertising, but of course, yeah. in 10, 11, 10, about 10 and a half, um, I went on Facebook. I was like, oh, not another thing. Okay. And then I went on Facebook and a ton of business from Facebook. Um, now, a lot of the millennials, which is a big segment of our market, are on Instagram. I'm not the best, biggest fan of Instagram because it's just too brief. With Facebook, there's more information, but, but now I'm on Instagram. Um, the, um, I always did um, going back to my past clients. So, uh, my, I would send only about four mailings a year, postcards mostly, to my past clients, to people that have sold with me. And um, so I do the, those mailings. And then I have market mailings that go to the marketplaces I want to focus in. Okay. So I do, do, I do old school mailings, Instagram, Facebook, email blast. The, um, I made a switch after 27 years to uh, Keller Williams because I believe that's where the energy was going. And I really admire Gary. It's the first... Um, Meant it's the, other than Alan Dom is probably the first mentor I've had in real estate and what mm. he has done with that company. And I, I had opportunities to go there before, but in the last like five, six, seven years, Keller really changed and it's a growth company and it's, it's an entrepreneurial brand. And so what they have me doing now is a 33 touch system where I'm touching base with my clients, whether it's video, whether it's, um, a little, uh, uh, little gifts, you know, Starbucks cards or something, or information, um, emails, blasts. Um, so a variety. So I'm doing a 33 touch, which I never did before. Like I'm touching base okay. with people. So you have to, if you don't do, what, I've, what I'm learning is your database, which I have about 10,000 in there, is your most important resource. We spend, mm -hmm. it's funny, we spend with Zillow, Realtor.com and all this, you spend about 80% of your money going after 20% of your business. Because the majority of your business will always come from your past clients and your referrals. Um, and the best thing you, uh, the, other, the other thing you can have, I always ask for um, 
reviews. Um, reviews on uh, Zillow, by Facebook, Google, um, uh, the one you got to pay for now, which I don't really like. Um, forget it. But but about, I'm always asking for, so when we're done a transaction, we ask for reviews. That's like free advertising. Anybody that bought, like my wife, before she spends a penny, she looks for reviews and sees what people are yep. saying. So reviews are free. So it's a variety, it's a variety of things. Yeah, no, Man, Go ahead, Josh. No, I was just going to say, like, sitting there from a marketing perspective, like, it's really, it's the holistic approach. So you've obviously embraced that. Every new opportunity that comes out, you're adding it on. I have to ask you, um, you mentioned past clients, referrals, relationships, uh, repeat business. We struggle with that from the standpoint of we're coaching our agents the same thing, right? But then the kind of the question comes from, well, how do you track that? So I'm just kind of curious, you know, you mentioned spending 80% of your marketing budget on 20% of your sales or your leads. How are you looking at those past relationships and are you tracking the referrals that you're getting from past clients? Do you know sort of that top 20% of your list that's driving 80% of your business? To be candid, I am the worst. Listen, <laughs> you have agents that do a lot of business but don't make a lot of money. My business is a very profitable business and if something looks good, I'm like, let's give it a shot. But I do not, and I'll be brutally honest, and I'm working on this, and it's part of the Keller transition, is tracking. Mm. I've been, I've run my business by gut, emotion, and, and feeling it. So um, I, I really don't have a way to track. I really do not track it. And everybody, no one can believe I do, you know, but between seven and 800 transactions a year, 300 to 350 million a year. And I don't track my beats. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I have systems that follow up. I have follow-up boss when a lead comes in, it gets assigned to one of my agents. Uh, and then we have a tracking system on that. So we can, and we do know where our sales came from. But the, um, when I, it's, I just know it. I'm involved in the business. So I send out my 9,000 mailing. You're every day. I, right. My, 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 my um, email blows up because there's a thing on there to get it free CMA and I get responses from those. Um, you know, the Zillow leads are coming in, so I'm getting copies of that, but I'm not, uh, I, it's just by sense. So I am the worst, I have to work on that. Somebody has a great program, please let me know. But one of the things with me is I'm, a, I'm, I'm out in the field and I always have said like, I don't want to sit here and analyze this stuff because then I'm losing sales. So mm. I should pay people to do that. Well, my people are so busy doing transactions, doing our marketing, doing that stuff. So, but I, you really should do that. Don't get me wrong. Dude, that is such a golden nugget right there. Of, I'm sorry, I don't have time to track. I'm out doing sales. You know, there's that quote that says, you know, sales solves all pain. Yes. And I think what happens to so many new agents, especially because, I mean, we're talking, you're like the number one agent in Philly. You're like top 20 in the nation. And the reality is, is that so many people spend all their time tracking and trying to find perfect systems. They never do anything. They never get out there and they never realize. And I thought what you said is so key. And it really touches a nerve in my heart because this is Josh and I's whole business is trying to convince business owners that guys, the majority of your business is actually in your sphere. It's in your database, but yet you spend the majority of your money out to the unknown population. Like you go out to the unknown and go, here's 80% of my money. 
where literally the majority of your, your money is going to be made in your sphere. So just yeah. hearing you say that, I just want to drive that home for the audience that that's where it is. It's really, I can tell just meeting you just on this energy of this podcast, you're a relationship guy. You're a shake hands, kiss babies guy. You're like the guy you, I want to have a beer with. And that's the key to business. The key is in that relationship. Yeah, there's, there's two mindsets. There's sales and there's details. So I'm sales. Early on, my wife helped me do details, like get me systems. But she's the brain of an engineer. The assistants who I hire, they have to have the brain of an engineer. I'm a, I love you, man. You know, like I, that's what, what I love people. I always have. And I want to help people. Early on in my career, and, and there's some real, the, the systems change over time. And you have to continue to educate yourself or you'll fall behind. And we'll talk about what I think is the future. But I learned early on, I wanted to have the best reputation in the marketplace. I wanted to become the most knowledgeable in the marketplace. And I knew I was already going to work the hardest in the marketplace. So though, because it's a relationship business, not just with my clients, with the real estate community. If you talk to my competitors, they'll say, oh, Mike's a great guy. Mike, help me. Because I help everybody. I want everybody to grow. But so many agents, the, the, the barrier to getting real estate is three months, a test, and that's it. Most agents don't continue to grow. They think they should make a lot of money early, you know, right away. It's a slow and steady business. And I constantly took courses, educated myself, and then I say I implement. Like you say, you got to implement. You can learn all this stuff. If you don't, one of my favorite sayings is, you ever hear that company called Nike? Yeah. Just do it, you know, so is to do one thing a quarter, do one new thing a quarter. You can mm. get six ideas at a seminar or on a podcast or on this thing, implement one thing, mm. get that going three months later, look for something else and you add. And before you know it, your, your business will grow. My business is much better uh, than it ever was. Um, and each year it's gotten better and better and better. Now we have really good systems but I don't have the tracking system because I'd rather be out in the field making money and my staff, we're, we're doing deals. This, well, I, I, I'll tell you, with this, with this virus and being shut down for two plus months so far, we are investing all the time that we didn't have in looking at other systems and, and fine-toothing our current systems. And, awesome. may, and I looked at budgets. You know what? I, I don't remember getting too many needs on that. We do track each sale and each listing that comes in. We do record where that came from but what i don't know is um all, uh, is every lead what's what's happening like what's happening to every lead. so I, I mean i have a little bit of tracking of that but but not that much at all um yeah. you have to have um two more tips is one person that's happy they'll tell five people one unhappy person they'll tell 20 people so you don't so you do whatever it takes right to keep people happy to be the solution and i don't just show the real estate i am their counselor their attorney their accountant their contractor their motivational their confidence guy i when i i if you want to sell your property i take you and i carry you through that mm -hmm. process and that way when people say oh one of your friends says oh i'm thinking about selling they don't say, oh, I use this guy, I think, his name Mike. They're like, oh, you got to call my guy. Call Mike. I'm telling you, he did blah, 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 blah. That's, you have to have 
advocate. Also, you know, a lot of people do cold calling or do, I've never solicited, I don't solicit business. My business is a business of attraction. So people hear about me, people see my signs, people do see me over Facebook, see me on Instagram, see my signs, see my ads. They see me coming up and having a unique marketing position. Mike McCann, the real estate man. Mm. That's been around since 1994. That's fun, it's unique, and it does set me apart. No, it stands out, it's your brand. Man, what a golden nugget there for people. Be the most knowledgeable, the best reputation, and work the hardest. Yes. I mean- And, and I, I, threw in, I threw in smartest in this day of technology. I used to be just hard, and now it's hardest slash smartest. <laughs> I love that, though, man. I mean, that is like business 101. If you're trying to build a business, focus on those three things. That's incredible. So you've just closed a deal. Congratulations. But don't break out the champagne just yet, because this one sale could be the beginning of a long-term relationship that will help you attract new leads, close more deals, and bring in big returns for years to come. Our free guide, From Anonymous to Advocate, teaches you how to turn that new client into a lifelong spokesperson for your business. To get it now, go to ReminderMedia.com forward slash advocate. That's From Anonymous to Advocate at ReminderMedia.com forward slash advocate. Take action on this today. All right, let's talk about the future a little bit, right? So as we're all quarantined and we're going to come out of this, we always do right? You can't keep us down. We're going to come out of this. What does post-quarantine look at look like for real estate agents and what should they be focused on? Is, is the industry going to change? Is there something that's going to happen within the industry for how we generate leads? What's your thoughts there? Okay. So this is my fifth downturn. This will probably be the third worst, not the first or not the second. The first worst was 1990 to 1996, this, uh, the, saving, uh, the uh, RTC, Resolution Trust Corporation. The country had a real estate depression. Prices dropped 30 to 50%. It took six, five, six, seven years to come back. Every major firm in Center City closed their doors. 30% of the real estate population left. Jeez. Mike McCann just kept trying. It was unbelievable. People don't think of that as a long time ago, but I'll never forget that. And that burnt in my brain. And the reason was when I got in in the 80s, the market was going up 10, 20% a year. It was booming, 86, 87, 88, 89. And then the market collapsed. The tax laws changed and the market collapsed. So, I mean, New, New York, California, everywhere was unbelievable. If I saw, if a home sold in say 88 for 650 in Rittenhouse Square, which is a premier location in town, mm -hmm. by, by 92 or three or four, it was worth 340. Uh, I mean, and, you didn't even want to be the second agent. You wanted to be the third agent. So everybody left. It was a horrible time. I kept plugging away, uh, educating. And then when the market came back, I shot to the next level. Then, then we had in 99, uh, 2000 was the dot-com bust. That market collapsed for about nine months. The stock market crashed. People left. I kept plugging away. Then we had 9-11. That hurt the market for about a year did some tax law changes, then it came back. And every market time, um, I got gained footing because in good times, everybody's a real estate agent. And in tough times, people leave. In tough times, people need us more than ever. Mm. So in good times, they don't need us. That's why you have all these startup companies and all these for sale by owners and pay. In good times, it's easy to sell real estate. 
The 08 downturn was this probably the second worst one that I was ever involved in. And about October of 08, the market was collapsing and, and it went down dramatically. Um, and that really didn't recover until about 2012. I mean, 09 was horrible. 10 was not good. Started to pick up a little bit in 11. So what, what did I do? I continued to, I didn't cut back. Just like I did today, I looked at my expenses and I cut away what wasn't working because I had more time. And I added things that would pick up. So where everybody else was cutting back, having a war chest from saving my money, from seeing what happened in the 90s, I saved money. And, and I told my staff that I don't care if we don't sell another property. You guys have your, oh, for a year. I have your money in the bank. Let's plug away. Actually, let's increase our mailings. Let's increase our thing. So, Dude, I love that. So, so putting a message of confidence, and that's what I told my team today when we got the shutdown order. Um, a week before, a week or two before, some of my assistants, uh, I have seven support assistants, and I said, if you don't feel comfortable, you guys can work at home. Because um, it's always family first on my team. Mm. And then when the shutdown came, I said, I don't care how long it is. I have your money in the bank. No one's going anywhere. Go work at home. Make me proud. And so we're, you know, and then now we're, now we're, you know, zooming all the time, which is great. Um, so where do I think the industry is changing right now? I think the industry was changing even before this. Um, it's kind of why I made the switch after 27 years with Prudential slash uh, we got bought in 15 by uh, Berkshire Hathaway mm -hmm. because of artificial intelligence because the uh, a big Wall Street money is coming in real estate. It was just a lot of attack on real estate. People thought they could do it a smoother, better way. And in good times, you know, maybe a portion will capture that market. Um, so I saw artificial intelligence, I believe, is the way of the future. We, it, right now, artificial intelligence is a word and an idea, and it's going on, but it's no way near where it's going to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember when the internet was coming on, people were like, oh, this, that. We had no idea, you know. I mean, today, uh, the iPhone's only since like '08 or something like that. Like, Crazy. it's a, so the industry is changing dramatically. With this um, um, quarantine, you are going to see, especially commercial real estate. Right, I believe less space. You're going to see less space in residential real estate. People can work from their home. My team meetings might be on Zoom because we're having a great time on Zoom. My connecting. This is the thing that I told my team. The industry's changing. People are going to be leaving the business. Times are more difficult. People are hurting and people are stressed and are very fearful. We have to be the confidence builders. We have to change our business. And now with Zoom, we have to become the experts on Zoom. Now, if we were on a phone call, we'd be having a conversation. But seeing you guys, seeing your emotions, talking to you, I feel like we're good friends by the end of this meeting. Although I'll be talking the whole time. I'm sorry, man, but you invited me on. But, <laughs> well, we but, had you on. <laughs> but, but so what we're doing is a lead comes in now. Hey, you have two minutes. Uh, you, you have uh, two minutes okay. for a Zoom call. Yeah. We're connecting. The Friday before the shutdown, I did my first Zoom listing appointment. And I'm like, again, I'm, I'm a relationship guy. I am. I'm a toucher. I'm a hugger. I'm a, I'm a you know, pound fiber. So I'm like, oh, so I did it. Hour and 15 minutes on Zoom with these two guys. They walked me through the house with their um, uh, with, with a video. We're talking about the house. They sit down at their dining room table. I'm at my office. 
hour and 15 minutes? They said, Mike, send us the paperwork. We're not even interviewing the other three people we were going to interview. <laughs> I captured on a Zoom. That's and the fantastic. Reason was, yes. And, that, and so my team right now is the moment you get a call, okay, you can call, text, ask them for a Zoom because I know uh, in real estate, I would say, get the appointment. If it's a buyer calls, get in front of them. If you get in front of them, your capture rate is going to be 90%. You talk to them on the phone, you're one of 30 people that they're contacting. A Zoom is making that same connection. So if I talk to somebody, I'll get into a relationship and we'll feel like we know each other. And they're probably not going to call any other realtors. So, the, so change your business to Zoom. Zoom is going to save us a lot of time. Mm -hmm. When the internet came out, everybody said, ah, oh, that's the end of us. We're going to go the way of the travel agent. They're not going to meet us. So our industry, the real estate industry, fought against having the public have access. You guys can't even understand that. You're so young. But the public didn't have access to our information. It used to be in a book on a desk, and it said, this cannot leave the office. And everybody freaked out. Well, the internet has made our industry so much easier. Instead of me taking people out six times and showing 30 or 40 homes, the buyers do their due diligence. Then they contact us, showing so many nice properties, so much more efficient, and it's better. And Zoom has a, will have a big effect on that. Um, space will have a big, people will work from home, people will work from there. Um, so you have to capture the Zoom to build those relationships. Um, and we're going to be doing it, you know, um, we're doing, it's funny, we got caught without, I'm, I'm rambling, but we got caught without having virtual tours on all our listings. Every listing now is going to have a, a, a virtual tour. Yep. And we can walk you now through the house on a virtual tour with your face there and our face there and walk you through and talk to you about the house. It's gonna, uh, we, we're doing open houses from, uh, from uh, Zoom. You're registering on Zoom and walking through. We're having 15, 16 people come to an open house and we're developing relationships. And now instead of driving there, parking, you know, meeting the people, and I'm not saying we're not gonna, we're gonna still have to show houses, but we're gonna show less. We're still have to sit physical open houses. That's probably not going to be for six months or nine months, um, but we're going to do them on Zoom. So it's all about relationship building and then trusting. And it's so it'll be less showings. So become an expert. My keyword, Mike McKenna, real estate man, keyword for today is become an expert on Zoom. Mm. And every contact you get, instead of a phone call or a text, mm. do a Zoom call to capture that client. Once you capture them, they're going to be yours. What an incredible action item. That is unbelievable. Man, Mike, you are a stud, dude. You are a beast. All right, I, I, last question for you, because got to ask you, right? Knowing what you know now, what would you go back and tell younger Mike? What would you tell that kid? What advice would you give that kid? Um, uh, I, I, I honestly... I get asked questions, what's your biggest failure or what do you regret? I have no regrets and I have no failures. It's great. I might have a bad hour or a bad two hours, but I hang that phone up and I move on to the next thing. Mm. I've my business growth. I was not always Mike McCann, the real estate man. I was not, you know, before I left Berkshire, I was the number one agent for 20 years at Berkshire uh, uh, um, in Philly since 1988. I didn't get in the business to do that. I got in the business to provide um, 
financial well-being for my family because I didn't come from that. And I never wanted to live like that from when I was a child. Mm. And so I always said, I don't care what I have to do. You know, I'm not going to have the, the, the bondages of poverty. So, so um, and my mom taught me to love people. So I always loved people. Like it didn't matter. I can identify with the, 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 the blue collar plumber or the CEO or anybody in between. I find things that I love about people. You have to love this business. You have to love people. Mm. And then you have to be a confidence person and, and, and a problem solver. Like, you know, there's so many things. People say, oh, look, look at this punch list on this inspection. Don't worry about it. My contractor will be over there in two hours. I'll get a price list. I guarantee I'll do it much less. We'll see what's real, what's not real. So I'm handling that for them. So carry, carrying people. Um, uh, but uh, so your question was, what do I regret? Today, the success can be so much faster. You know, my first six years, I was with a real estate company that didn't uh, sell real estate. They're property managers. So I had to learn by myself. Today, if I walked into a Keller system uh, or even any other company with training and, mm. and uh, like I would you grow so much faster. So what I would do, what I did was I looked at the best people in the business and I said, if they can do it, I can do it. And they're not any smarter or they're not going to work any harder than me. Listen, in school, I was a C student, but I ended up doing better than my friends who were geniuses because I kept, I tunnel focused and kept plugging away at specific things. And that's what I am. I'm, my, my life is real estate and family. That's pretty much it. You won't see me out at the bar. You won't see me at the golf course. I'm not a big, much that I love people. I'm not working with my family. And I do love them ride on motorcycles. I take trips on motorcycles. But um, so, so focus, you have to love the business. You have to focus on the business. So my, my regret would be really nothing. I'm grateful every day. That's why I give back. The last, my biggest role today is helping young people or any people grow in the business and be successful and become independent. You know, this marketplace, a lot of people are losing their jobs. Nobody can tell me I don't have a job. Buy real estate. I always bought one piece of real estate a year. So my goal was by the time I was 50, to have 50 properties. And I like single houses. So I was buying little houses in South Philly. Mm. Every year I would buy one, not make a whole lot of cash. But today, 20, 30 years later, they've been paid off. The values have gone up independently. It's a, it's a way to be independent from some employer. Um, mm. My income, nobody can say you're, we're shut down um, from, you know, the governor shut down. No one ever expected that, but that's not going to stop us. We'll be back. And we're still doing, I have still made, just did a 600, uh, actually on Friday, Friday, Saturday, over this weekend, I just sold a $1,690,000 property. And the week before that, I did a 600000 all from virtual tour. <laughs> Dude, man, just, just everybody in the audience, just rewind that last clip. There are so many principles of success, being laser focused, obsessed, helping people, love. I mean, just, just in just you rehashing from your childhood to today, so much gold in there. People should rewind and listen to, man, Mike, love it. I got to listen to you all day, brother. Yeah, thank, you. Awesome. Yeah. Now, thank you so much for being here, Mike. The energy, the passion, the positivity, positivity. It's clear to see where the success comes from. Before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you, where they can find you. Sure. I am Mike McCann, the real estate man. You got to say with that jingle, okay? Okay. <laughs> I got it for next time. 
<laughs> Keller Williams, Philly. I am McCann at McCannTeam.com. That's M-C-C-A-N-N at M-C-C-A-N-N-T-E-A-M.com. Text 215-778-0901. Um, I think my personal Facebook is full, but my, I do have McCann uh, Team on Facebook. Um, I am on Instagram. I do respond. I'm a psycho. I do respond to every email, every text, everything, every day, no matter what. And that's the other key thing I didn't even mention. The key to our business, real estate, is communication. And no one can mm. believe, oh, that's people answering your phone. Mike. You know, or we're not going to get Mike. I return every phone call, every email, every Facebook message, every single day, no matter what. Wow. Well, that, that's okay, man. And we're going to have all of those links, uh, resources, and then your number that you mentioned there on the show notes. Make sure to let's put Mike to the test. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Text do Mike it, and say it. thank you for coming on Stay Paid. We loved hearing you. Awesome, man. Ryan, thank Have a you great day. For... Stay healthy, okay? <laughs> All right, Mike. Take care. Thanks, man. All right, and thank you so much for listening. You can dive deeper into this episode, and like I said, you can get those links that Mike mentioned at staypaidpodcast.com. And uh, while there, you can also check out the video for all of our episodes of Stay Paid Podcast. And if you're looking to support the show, this is a free show. We charge nothing. We didn't charge. You didn't have to pay to download this. All you had to do was click subscribe and it automatically downloaded to your phone. Two ways to support the show. First way is to head on over to iTunes and give us a rating. We've been trying a lot of different uh, formats on the podcast here. We've been trying different different lengths of podcasts. We've been trying to get different types of guests on. We've been getting different producers on, going after bigger names here. So make sure to leave a comment. Uh, let us know what you think of the podcast. And then the best way to help out is to tell a friend about the show and share it on social media. If you want to get hold of me or Luke directly, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com or check us out on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acri, and you truly just, I mean, heard success on an episode. Like all my real estate agents out there, I would encourage you to go back and listen to this episode because you just heard someone who is not only the top of their game, but I'm telling you what they just laid down. It's what I've seen. Our business worked with 38,000 real estate agents alone last year, and the top producers, so many of the things that Mike just went over. That is what I hear all the time they're implementing in their business. But you heard Mike say it. That's our action item for today's episode is become the expert on Zoom. Do that. I mean, how powerful for all your leads to then set up a Zoom call that you can see on face-to-face -face, or the open house or the virtual listing. Become an expert on Zoom. Start implementing Zoom in your business. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry we've worked in is top producers take action. Take action on that today.